0: And now, and now, back to Hale Varsity Radio.
1: Back into it, it's Hale Varsity Radio. Chris Schmidt alive Herbal Cotter-Clark. The coach with us, Hall of Famer, and the longtime Nebraska assistant, Jeff Smith, with us to talk Nebraska Creighton and some high school hoops as the season is tipped off. Coach, a long time, no talk. How you doing?
2: Doing great, doing great. I'm glad it's basketball season here, and, and high school included.
1: No, I, it, we're smiling about hoops and going to be a, a big one at PBA on Sunday. You're going to be there wearing all your red. I, I like it. As uh, you've experienced this rivalry uh, with the number of years you worked at Nebraska, put into words how you felt about Nebraska Creighton and how you navigated it because you've had, you've had kids you've coached play on both sides.
2: Yeah, we felt it was an extremely important game to control Omaha as far as recruiting goes, and and obviously a lot of pride for in-state, just bragging rights. And, uh, you know, they were good back then with Harstad and Gallagher, and Tony Barone was a really good coach, and and, uh, it was a heated rivalry. We got after each other a little bit, and there was a little banter from sideline to sideline. It was fun. It was intense, and uh, and I just think it's a great game. And I'm hoping this year – um, and I think it will come down to, uh, you know, maybe an overtime, or I think it's going to be a close one this year. I really do, um, unless one of the team just lays an eggs, kind of like Creighton did last year, but I anticipate that. I think the spread's going to be around two or three with Creighton favored, but, um, you know, Nebraska at home has been really good this year so far.
3: And Coach, what I think is really interesting about the matchup this year is neither team needs any added motivation for Creighton. It's trying to, to get Nebraska back after last season. Last year was such a Fantastic year for Creighton, one of their best in recent memory, yet they couldn't take down Nebraska. And as for Nebraska, you have that, that moment where you can go get a winning streak going against Creighton in their two most successful years that I can remember in a long time with the Elite Eight run last year, high expectations this year. If you can get him in back to back seasons, that would mean so much for Fred Hoiberg in, in the trajectory of this Husker basketball program. So I don't think there's any added motivation that you need from either side.
2: Totally agree with you. I think I think Nebraska wants to continue to show that they are right there with Creighton's level, a, a top 20 team, and in and and being in state, of course, that's that's motivation itself. I heard I heard last night there was a little clip um in the, after the Oklahoma State game in Creighton's locker room that the last thing Coach McDermott said is is we're going to enjoy this until two o'clock tomorrow morning. That is Nebraska time or tomorrow afternoon, there's Nebraska time. So they're extremely aware of what happened last year, and, and, and they do not want that to happen again.
0: Coach Jeff Smith is with us on Hill Varsity Radio. And, Coach, do you think that the pressure of the game this year is actually on Nebraska, or would that kind of be a false statement?
2: I think there's a little more pressure on Nebraska just because of their dominance in last year's game and, and, and really holding them to a low field goal percentage and holding them to 53 points. But Creighton's still the ranked team. Creighton's still the favorite to win, you know, the Big East up there with Marquette. And Nebraska's not there yet in their conference. So I think, it's, I think there's pressure both ways. I, I still feel like there's a little more on Creighton because they're supposed, you know, they're really supposed to win this game. They're supposed to be ahead of Nebraska as far as where their program's at. And, and being that top 20 label, I, I just feel like there's a little more more with Creighton. Although there's always... That home court pressure. You always feel that pressure because you're supposed to win at home when it's you know, when it's a two-point difference or whatever. You're supposed to win that game. So um, I, I, I do think there's more with Nebraska than there was last year by far, but I don't think there's more than what Creighton's feeling.
1: Jeff Smith with us here on Hale Varsity Radio. Coach, uh, a lot of years on the bench with Coach Knee and Hall of Fame coach with Lincoln Southeast. Coach, I want to ask you about – the paint success, Nebraska and Walker went to town a year ago. Can that be replicated this year? New faces but still some versatility with Nebraska's bigs.
2: Yeah, and that's something that I'm really going to watch early. Can Kalkbrenner guard Mass out? And Mass shoots it better, so he's going to have to get out even more. You know, Kalkbrenner probably should have played drop coverage on Walker, and he really didn't last year. And Walker was extremely good driving with his right hand and had he had 22 in that game last year. I don't know if Mass can do that driving the ball like Walker did. I think he can do some. He's shown he can put it on the floor and use either hand. Um, but Mass maybe can hit a couple threes where Walker didn't. So that's an extremely important matchup to watch early to see, one, how Kalkbrenner is going to guard him, and then, two, Mast hasn't hasn't gone against a 7-1, you know, shot-blocking non-fowler that's going to, you know, he's going to have to shoot over hands. I think this is going to be a great test for Rink Mast, and but there's a lot of unknowns in your question, I think.
0: Well, Coach, going back to Rink Mast, too, and his ability to shoot the three, how much do you expect Fred Hoiberg to just kind of have him play more of the perimeter role this time around? Because he's talked so much about how he can bring a bigger defender out of the paint. And obviously, Ryan Kulikbrener is one of the best defenders in the country.
2: Yeah, I think they're going to they're going to run a lot of five out. I think there's been a couple games where they've put him in and want to play through him in the post sometimes and let him let him go to work in there. Probably depends on whether teams are doubling or not. Um, and but I think they they got to realize Kulikbrener is not a fouler. He's not really going to get in foul trouble. That's really rare. In fact, they leave the country in fewest fouls, which. I was going to ask you guys, is that a good thing or not? Are you aggressive enough if you're not fouling? And I think teams are going after them a little bit. If you're not going to foul, we're going to attack harder. But I, to answer your question, I think Fred's going to run a lot of five out and, and keep Kalkbrenner Brenner on the perimeter as much as possible.
1: Coach, a thought with the transition part of things, and Colt Brenner is so good at protecting that rim. He'll deflect it. He'll alter it. It's an outlet, and then the Jays got the track shoes on. How do you limit the transition if you're Nebraska?
2: Yeah, I think I think Coach Lenzer's has done a great job with defensive transition. That's that's got to be one of the first things on their board is well, two things: trans get get back and stop the ball, and then get get shooters get matched to shooters because we know they you know they shot forty of them in last year's game. But I, I do think Creighton learned a little lesson in the in the Colorado State game that it's just it's not about threes and especially you got to realize when they're you got to do go through your post last night i watched that oklahoma state game after we did the high school game and they went through kulk brenner on the low post a lot more than they had i think they realized they need some balance i kind of didn't like that colorado state lost to be honest with you before they played nebraska because they looked a little different last night ashworth got it going and hit i think four or five threes and they've been kind of waiting for him to get comfortable with that so um, yeah, I, I think it's it's going to be really interesting to that to, to, those two things are just crucial for Nebraska. At least contest threes, and then you can't let Colt Brenner run to the rim or Frederick King, who's good also. You can't let him run to the rim, rim runners, and get easy ones in the break and, and, and can't let him get open threes on the break.
3: Yeah, Coach, whenever I think back to last season, the defensive game plan for Nebraska against Creighton, it felt like they were trying to run the Jays off the three-point line, really aggressive closing out on shooters and then they had the, the post-presence of Derek Walker that was kind of camped down in the paint, trying to force Creighton into some mid-range jumpers. They obliged, and they didn't have the best day shooting from mid-range. Can that be a, a game plan on Sunday for Nebraska? Is that a, a defensive game plan that can be viable against this Jays team, or do you think Fred's going to have to switch up the game plan?
2: No, I think I think that's their philosophy overall anyway, is to run guys off the three-point line, I, and I mm-hmm. think they'll continue to do that against Creighton. I think you want to make them put it on the floor. I, think, I do think Creighton's... Like Trey Alexander's really good at mid-range. He's a guy you might not really want to run off. You just want to let, you know, let him shoot with a challenge. He's not, he's not a real high-percentage three-point shooter compared to the other guys. But guys like Ashworth and Shireman, you definitely want to run them off and make them shoot contested twos or even open twos rather than open threes. So I, I would say we'll see that game plan again. And, 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 it, and, it, and, again, it kind of goes with Nebraska's overall philosophy of how they play. They're pretty consistent in how they play. I think that's one area that Creighton's maybe not quite as good, losing Nemhard and Kaluma. I don't think they're quite as quick on the perimeter. I think they have a little more trouble guarding people. Colorado State was a good example of that. I think Nebraska might be, might be, maybe without, I don't Brenner might factor in there, but Nebraska might be a better defensive team than Creighton. And I think Nebraska's got to be careful with pace. I know they want to play pretty fast, too but I think they got to be a little careful and make sure we're playing Nebraska pace and not Creighton pace.
0: Coach Jeff Smith is with us on Hill Varsity Radio, and this is more of a big-picture question for this Nebraska team, but ever since Juwan Gary came back from that suspension, he's been playing the best basketball of his career pretty much. Do you see Fred changing up that starting lineup and inserting him into that, or does he keep it the same because he's been so good being the first guy off the bench?
2: I feel eventually it's going to change. I feel eventually, but I don't know when because, like you said, it is going awfully well. Alec is providing a lot of of enthusiasm and effort and rebounding and and strength and experience, and right now it's going pretty well. So I don't know if you change it now, but I I see sometimes where maybe Gary's in the lineup instead of Alec and it gives you just a little more offense maybe. I, I felt like sitting there watching Gary since he's been back, he's different. He he's a different cat as far as some of the things he can do and his his athleticism with his size and his rebound ability. I think Alex a good rebounder too, but Gary can go from the three point line and go get it. I think he's a little different, and I think he's he's he can be a factor against against the the teams that are with size and strength and athleticism. And not that Josiah can't, but I, I just feel like Gary's a little different. I I think eventually that could change the lineup. And I would have no problem with Alec coming off the bench. I think he'd be great off the bench. And really with Hita out, who's going to back up Rink anyway? Do you need to have maybe a, where those two are – I think Josiah would be a small, but he's, small five, but he's big and strong. And, and it just not, doesn't, he's not long, but he's strong. So I, sometimes you might need those two to play that position.
1: Coach Jeff Smith, with us, Coach, do you worry about Nebraska handling this moment?
2: No, I think I think their confidence is there. I think since they beat them last year, they they know they can do it again. Um, I don't think Nebraska feels like that was a fluke. Yeah, yeah, Creighton didn't shoot it great, but I think some of that was attributed to Nebraska's defense. Um, I don't think it's. I think they're ready for this moment. I think they need this moment. You know they. I I'd, I'd like our schedule. I like getting comfortable, you know, and, and, and winning those games you should. You had a neutral site game, you know, and, and I don't think Oregon State was very fluid when they played them, but still it was a Power 5 team. They need a road game now, and they need a top 20 game now. So they got their top 20 game, and then they'll go to K-State later on. And, and I think it's a perfect build to, to the season to gain confidence. And I think they're a confident team right now. Now, could they get rattled in this game? probably if Creighton starts knocking everything down and, and, you know, can play defense without fouling and, you know, contest everything with their length with Colt Brenner, it it could happen, but it's, it would, it would take, I think a lot to shake Nebraska right now.
1: A few more minutes as Jeff Smith with us here on Hale Varsity radio, talking Nebraska Creighton, get a couple more thoughts from him on that high school basketball is underway How does he see the landscape in the state of Nebraska? Uh, We will dive into uh, a murder down in Oklahoma State. More info on that. Hail Varsity continues, powered by Cornhead Logger.
0: And now,
3: and now, back to Hail Varsity Radio. Coach Jeff Smith with us here on Hale Varsity Radio. And, Coach, before we get you out, I want to get your thoughts. Last year in this matchup, Nebraska had a guy in Derek Walker that they could turn to whenever they needed a bucket. Do they have that guy this year? Is it k He's kind of coming into his own after missing some time early in the season with that ankle injury. Is he that guy? Is it masked? Who do you think is the guy that Nebraska can turn to on Sunday whenever they need a bucket?
2: Yeah, I, I think – I just feel like Nebraska is just balanced because Bryce Williams is playing pretty well. You know, he's shooting over 40% from the three. They say, you know, teams are going to pay more attention to him. It might be a little harder for him to just go off on teams. But, you know, and then Juwan Gary came back and has shot the ball pretty good. Sam Hoiberg can make threes off the bench. C.J. Wilcher can make threes off the bench. Jeron Coleman has shown that he can find guys and handle pressure. And uh, I just think it's I, – I think Rink Mast is a guy they want the ball in his hands on the block and at the top where he can – where he can, you know, run some zoom action with guys and and pick and pop and pick and roll but so I think Rink is important in that but but I think there's other guys that can step up if if that's what the defense gives them. There kind of can be a team that okay, you're not going to guard him. Well, he's going to he's going to hurt you then. So it, that's a, that's a hard answer without seeing him practice all the time, but I think it's probably Rink number 1 option and then a, and a plethora of guys after that in my opinion
1: coach to to wrap high school basketball this season as you uh look at uh, some of the teams vying to to be at PBA here in March uh what are your impressions here what are your preseason or you know early season thoughts on the landscape in class A
2: Yeah you know usual suspects at the top Bell West has their guards back and be, be, take Dutzler out but they're still they still have you know McMorris and those guys back, and the, and a rope as a big, so and and then Millard North has uh, uh, Elijah Geith uh, back, and you can go down the line and look at these top five teams. We saw Gretna last night um, with Pakorsky and Wilcox, and these top five teams have a lot of experience back, and they're 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 already close to their ceiling. They're playing mid season or late season basketball already, whereas the Lincoln teams you know with Frager at Southwest they they have a chance but but they're not close to their ceiling yet we saw Southeast last night not near their ceiling yet the Lincoln teams have a lot of room for growth and improvement and they do have a little ways to go to catch those top 5 teams that are kind of you know prep west side gretna north bell west um, but Pius has Trace and Anderson who can can, can lead them like we said Frager can can make a difference with Southwest. Um, so, yeah, it's kind of the same at the top, but we'll just see how the Lincoln schools develop through the year and see if they can close that gap a little bit and have a chance at the end.
1: Jeff Smith with us, uh, longtime coach at Nebraska, Hall of Fame coach at Southeast, and a partner for a lot of years doing uh, high school play-by-play. Coach, we'll see you Sunday. Thanks for a few minutes today.
2: Sounds good. Thanks, fellas.